Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Well, hey there, and welcome to another bonus episode of The Business of Thinking Big. I am your host and business coach, Leanne Kim, and today we are talking about how to get done with limited childcare because 90% of you listening to this are mom entrepreneurs and you're self-employed and you rely on your kids being in school or daycare to get stuff done. Um, And unfortunately, right now with this uh, global crisis due to coronavirus, most Uh, a lot of areas in the entire world, school, daycares, everything is closed. Um, For us here in Ontario, it's three whole weeks. And so uh, I wanted to do an episode that was full of tips and tricks on how to make this work. Um, Because I, (laughs) I don't have all the ideas when it comes to this stuff. But when I thought about this, it kind of reminded me back in the day when I would be on maternity leave And I started my very first business, which was actually a totally different business. It was a little art business. It was more of a side hustle, um, but I loved it. And I I was always trying to get a lot done while I was at home with a new baby. Um, I was working on that quite a lot. And I remember thinking, you know, they say to nap when the baby naps, but that's when I get my work done. So how could I possibly (laughs) take a nap then? Um, That's when I get to work on my business, which I love. And I also remember, I'll try to find this photo to share it on social. I remember putting him in one of those exercisers. And I just knew if I put him in that, I'd get about 45 minutes <laughs> to work on. So I'd frantically be working on my business while he just sat in that thing. That was like my my golden work time. So in thinking about the situation we're all in, I was kind of brought back to those days. you know. And I know a lot of you listening have babies still. You have very young kids. So you're already doing this stuff, which is why I asked on social and inside Mamas & Co., I asked for your tips and tricks. And I'm going to share quite a lot of those. Um, I want to kind of bring it back to, though, a couple of episodes that I think will help. If you go and listen to the episode I recorded called Rockin' Business and Motherhood, you will get my perspective on this thing we call balance. Um, And you just might need that episode today. You just might need to hear those empowering words of that you can rock both of these things, um, even during challenging times. So I'm going to link to that episode in the show notes. But I also want to remind you of uh, another episode I did earlier this week called Navigating Crisis Part 2, Strategy. And in that episode, I asked you to prioritize the things that must get done. So for those of you with no childcare or very limited childcare, you will need to do those things. I want you to look at your to-dos for the next three weeks, and I want you to be very honest with yourself what of these things actually needs to get done, what can be postponed, 
what can be outsourced or handled by someone on my team, ideally, if they're able to help and have capacity, and what can be eliminated, what does not need to be done at all. If you can go through and ask yourself those questions, looking at your to-do list, you're going to have a much smaller to-do list. And that's what I want for you. I basically want you to give yourself permission to take things off your plate. If they do not move the needle, if they are not greatly impacting revenue or the big picture, and if they are not going to offend or upset a customer, then maybe they can come off the list entirely. And in fact, I'm thinking about some of our members whose advice around this topic of working with limited childcare was to lower our expectations. I love that. <laughs> I think we all need to lower our expectations from time to time, but certainly when you are in a scenario where you're not at full capacity. So Kylie Etz, who's a longtime Mamas & Co. member, said she is taking this as an opportunity to slow down over the next three weeks. And I think that is such beautiful advice. And if that's available to you, I would love to offer the same to you. I am certainly going to attempt to slow down over the next three weeks and maybe then some. I mean, I think for many of us, this is a big wake-up call here that we are trying to do so much and be so productive all the time when I think that we can get a lot of important stuff done in a very short amount of time. And I referenced the whole 80-20 rule that 80% of our results comes from 20% of our activity. So now more than ever before, it's time for you to get clear on what that 20% of activity is and only do those things. Stop faffing about with things that simply don't move the needle in your business. This is not the time for that. You can pick that back up at a later date. Uh, Now, I do believe in making sure we are creating time for things that bring us joy. I don't want this to feel like one big long chore and everything you have to do is stuff that must get done and it's not fun at all. But I'm hoping that some of your must-dos are still fun. So I want you to start with that. Start with that episode. Um, I'll link to it in the show notes, Navigating Crisis Strategy, and really getting crystal clear what can be taken off the list in this next period of time while we're all trying to make do with less childcare. And, you know, I want you to be thinking about, there are going to be times where your kids will be watched by someone else. And then there will be times where they are not, and you are on. Try to map out those times in advance. This goes back to my episode. I'll link to it as well in the show notes where I talk about how I structure my week. It is a very popular episode already, and it's only like a month old. But you might find some nuggets in there. Because ideally, when you're on with your kids, just do that. Try to just be there for them. And try to get your stuff done when you have that care. Uh, And I'll talk about some of the options that some of our members suggested in a minute, but making that clear delineation. And I recognize that some of the time that you're on with your kids, you can't be 100% on them and you will need to get stuff done. But for the most part, map out now when you do have that care. And by childcare, I am talking about anyone else other than you who can keep an eye on your children while you get stuff done. So right now, it is a weekend. I am doing this in preparation for what will be a bit of a crazy week around here. 
and my husband is downstairs watching my kids and they are happily playing with their Lego and they do not care about mama upstairs recording her podcast, right? So right now I technically have childcare. Yes, it is my husband, but he is on them and I am not. So if you have asked for help and someone has come to help you to watch your children, don't waste that time. Make absolute use of that time. The minute someone comes to watch my kids, I am gone. <laughs> That's how well we use our childcare. So, you know, just recognize that someone else is giving up their personal time to be there to keep an eye on your children. And if you're hanging around and chit-chatting with them and shooting the breeze, you know, you're being disrespectful of their help. So really, if you've asked for help, make use of that help. Don't you know, don't fritter away that time. And so I'm just going to recommend that you plan your weeks, at least your days in advance. So, you know, looking forward to Monday, I am actually the one that is on and my husband is going to work. One of the things that you can do when you look for people who can help you is think about who is in the same boat as me and we can trade off. So we have a family down the street. I've mentioned her before, Solange, one of my besties and her husband, James, they're in the same boat and they have two kids too. So we are going to be rotating days where one of us is watching the kids and the other three get to work. Now that is an ideal scenario. And I recommend you go and find that. Even if you feel like you don't really know the other moms in your neighborhood, or it's not something you typically do. Again, desperate times, people. If you really want to get work done, you will find someone who can watch your children, even if you have to make certain arrangements that you normally wouldn't. So, you know, if I work, if I am on the children one day, it means I get three days to work. That to me is an absolute fair deal. Another resource that we have, I mean, here's the thing. All of the high school kids are out of school for three weeks too. So we can hire a babysitter to come and watch the kids for half days. And I sometimes think that breaking your day up into half days or smaller chunks, these are the three hours where I have childcare. So I'm going to work and get everything done in those three hours. But again, you'll make better use of that time if you're sitting down with a really clear list of what to do. Okay. So that planning in advance is going to be really, really helpful and lining up the exact individuals, you know, think about asking people you don't normally ask your mom, your mother-in-law, the neighbors down the street, a babysitter. I know women that will say to me, they have never hired a babysitter to watch their children who isn't family. And I think that is ludicrous. <laughs> say, suck it up. I mean, you're also helping another young female entrepreneur get some work. If you think about it, you know, these 13, 14, 15 year olds, a lot of them do want to make money and have their own business and have their own financial control at a young age. And so by hiring a local teenager, you are supporting another young and small business. And I think that's a wonderful thing. I really love to see it when I see young girls who are getting industrious and um, really, uh, you know, proactive and like to make their own money. That is something that I have always loved because I was totally that kid. No surprise, I'm sure. Here's the thing though. I will add that if you are listening to this in real time during the coronavirus global crisis, um, things are changing rapidly day by day and people are being encouraged to stay in their homes and practice 
what they're calling social distancing. So I just want to make it clear that this is really, it really needs to be your decision. And if you are bringing people into your life to watch your children, um, you need to obviously be comfortable with that. That needs to be something that you feel good about. And obviously, you know, stay abreast of the government recommendations, do the thing that you feel is right for the long-term health and safety of your family. Okay. Some other recommendations from some of our other members, Tia Slightum, who is an amazing parenting coach, said, gave this advice and I thought it was so great. She said, fill your kids' power and attention buckets in advance so that they feel good when you go and take time for yourself. Tia is such a smart woman and I love everything she says, but this just made so much more sense. If our kids feel like we're ignoring them, they're going to basically bug us until they get what they want. So if we can give them that one-on-one time, really connect with them, say first thing in the morning, over breakfast or after, then it's likely that they'll be better on their own when we need to take a little time and we need for them to kind of entertain themselves. I just thought, Tia, thank you so much. That was such great advice. Um, and a lot of our members mentioned trading off play dates, which is kind of the situation that I mentioned. Um, a lot of our, actually one of our longtime members, Chelsea Stroud, who has been on this podcast before said, I am planning to get up even earlier than I normally do because I am freshest and best in the morning. So I can power through a lot, a lot of things in a short amount of time, more so than if I did that same work later in the day. And I'm with you, Chelsea. I get more done early too. So, I mean, I know it's not ideal, but if you have to wake up at 5 a.m. and get work done, I mean, you could get two hours of work done before they even wake up and need breakfast. Like that is amazing to me. So thank you, Chelsea, for that suggestion. Um, A lot of our members were talking about trying to follow the routine of school or daycare. And I think this is helpful too, but I also think we got to give a little. I think in these times, it's okay to break routine if we need to. It's okay to take a minute. It's okay to pop a movie on at three o'clock because it's the end of the day and you just need to wrap a few things up. I'm going to say I don't love a ton of screen time for my kids, but when needed, I will rely on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I will rely on Netflix and the iPad. And I try to switch it up so they're not watching the same thing over and over. And to me, I get more juice out of putting them in front of a movie that lasts an hour and a half than, say, Teen Titans, which is only 20 minutes, and they have to keep changing the show or I'm changing the show. So I'm just going to tell you there will be a lot of Netflix time and iPad time in our house over the next three weeks, more than usual, not to the point of excess, but I am going to lean on it because I can and because it is a difficult time. So I'm going to do what I need to do and you need to do that too. On the topic of sticking to a routine and a schedule, one of our members, Connie Hewson, who is amazing, she is a playroom consultant and she helps parents set up these beautiful and functional playrooms for their kids. And Connie posted a photo of this the daily schedule that she had outlined. And I think this is as much 
of a help for us as it is for them. I think we crave structure. I think we crave an outline of knowing how to get through the days. And on that, she had everything listed that she was going to do from outdoor time to, um, you know, uh, writing skills to working on uh, sensory play. Like it was very detailed and I was inspired to do the same thing. So I'm definitely on the days where I am on, I am definitely going to be posting a daily schedule. And I think, uh, you know, bringing the kids into that too, you know, here's where we have free time. What do you guys want to do with our free time today? Here are the three options I was thinking and just get them thinking about it. So thank you, Connie, for that amazing suggestion. I also want to reference one of our members, and I'm probably going to say her name wrong, but it's Natalie Theren Laverge, and she said that she wrote a blog called uh, 40, ways to, 40 Ideas to Keep Your Children Busy during this time. And I am going to link to that in the show notes. I was reading it and I was, there were things on there that I never thought of before. Because of course, when our children are occupied, we could be getting stuff done. Now, normally, you know, I like a clean delineation between biz mode and mom mode, but during this time, we're probably going to have some overlap. We're probably going to have at least a few hours in the day where we're kind of on, but we can kind of get stuff done. And I'm just going to say, do what you got to do, people. If that's the case, then think about what are those activities that I don't need my full brain capacity for. And that's probably not the right, right way to say it, but what are those activities where I, I can do while there is some minimal distraction? And I also want to give out to a shout out to one of our members, Emily Edwards, who said she has a uh, red, yellow, green system, which I thought was super cool. She said, when I'm in red mode, it means I need zero distractions. When I'm in yellow mode, it means like I can kind of get some stuff done with the kids are set up with an activity. And then green mode was, you know, these are the things that I can do with lots of distraction happening, uh, you know, like posting on social media or something. Now, Emily has young kids and a lot of them, so <laughs> she certainly knows. I just thought that was an interesting way of thinking about it. Like when you're in that red zone and you need zero distractions, that's when we go to our list of things we've prioritized. And we can look at that list and say, what are the things that I can only do when there's zero distractions? A good example of this for me would be like right now. I couldn't possibly record a podcast with any kind of noise or distraction. It just would be terrible and you would get nothing out of it. So I loved that system of red, yellow, green that Emily suggested. And one of our members, Rika Wilson, who is a movement expert, Rika said, let them get bored because when they're bored, they always find creative things to do. And I completely agree. In fact, when I was growing up, bored was a four-letter word. My mom hated it when I said that I was bored. And she really trained me over the years to come up with my own things to do and my own activities. I was the youngest of three. And so, you know, under that guidance, <clears throat> I did get resourceful. And it was very rare that I found myself to be bored. Okay. Um, what else do I want to say on the subject? Okay. So for all you mamas out there listening, I hope that today's provided you with a bit of insight and maybe a few ideas that you haven't thought of. Like I say, I'm going to link to that 40 ideas of how to keep them busy. And I think now more than ever, it's important to be gentle 
with ourselves. And also I'm going to add to be gentle with anyone on our team who is going through the same situation. You know, now is the time where we can be a little bit more understanding and maybe a bit more loose with things like deadlines and accountability. I mean, normally I run a pretty tight ship, but right now I really find think that it's important that my team knows that I understand what they're going through as well. So think about that. How can I be gentle with myself and how can I be gentle with my team or those that work for me right now? I think it's so important that we practice compassion and empathy and more specifically self-compassion right now. Here's the thing. You're not going to get it all done and that's okay. The business will survive. And in fact, I suspect that you are going to find that you have found new ways of getting stuff done. Your resourcefulness will bring you to brand new ideas that you never thought of before. You're going to find new things that you can do in your business to be more productive. I will tell you, I always say to people, I was never more productive than when I was on maternity leave. And after I went back to work after maternity leave, I was like the fastest worker ever. I was so efficient because I had practiced doing that. I had only had a couple of hours a day to get anything done. Um, And so you're going to find that too. This is going to help you find new ways of being productive. And as I'm going to talk about in tomorrow's episode, you're going to find new ways of doing things. You're going to notice things in your business that need to change. And most importantly, you're going to learn how to be agile. This whole time, when I think about the word agility, I think about like, you know, an NBA basketball player, how when they're in a game, they're like kind of on the tips of their toes. You know what I mean? They're like kind of ready for anything. They could move left. They could move right. They could pivot. They could grab the ball. Like that's kind of how I feel like we need to be. We need to kind of be on our toes and we need to be okay with what, um, we need to be okay with not knowing what's coming next. So yes, have your plan. That plan is going to help you. It's going to give you peace of mind, but also know things aren't going to go according to plan. And I hope that some of the resources and the strategies that I've shared today are helpful for you during this challenging time. I am with you. I know that I'm not going to be getting everything done that I want and need, and I have a virtual conference coming up that I have never done before. But you know what I know? I trust and know in my gut that it's all going to work out and it's all going to be even better than before if we just stay focused and stay agile and stay kind and gentle to ourselves. Okay, mamas, go out there and crush it these next three weeks. And if you have any bright ideas of how to get stuff done with limited childcare, I encourage you to DM me on Instagram at Leanne Kim Coach. I would love to hear your new and genius ways of being productive during these times. Okay, have a good one. Thanks for listening to the business of thinking big. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. We would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes, which will help more people like you find the show. And of course, you can learn more at leannekim.com. 